0: Mosta, mosta, and welcome back to another episode of the Familyhood Podcast. Welcome, friends and family, all you listeners who have tuned in uh, to our first two episodes. We thank you so much for the love and support that you guys have given us. The overwhelming love, you know, we feel it. We feel it, and we thank you. We thank you from the bottom of our, our hearts. And this is why we want to make content. It's because we want to try and resonate with each and every one of you. And we really want to know what you guys think as well. So if ever you guys wanna hit us up, you can go to our page, message us anytime you want. Give us any kind of feedback. We'll appreciate that 100%. Now, let's get back to the episode. So today, we actually have another member. Well, another new member Will be joining us, who is also, of course, a part of the familyhood. And he is actually the younger brother this time of both Eljun and Carly. Why don't we give it up for Renjo? Renjo, give us a little introduction about yourself, man.
1: Uh, hey guys, what's up? My name's Renjo. You guys call me that. Uh, my friends call me Lao, Lord, or Lawrence. I just turned 21 earlier this year and I'm still here in Bacolod working my, with my dad as a nurse and um, just waiting for COVID to calm down so that I can go where Manang or where Manong is or maybe I don't know New Zealand or God knows where
2: No, no. So yeah, I, thought you were, I thought you were
1: planning to go to the States first uh, I don't know uh, because of COVID everything I don't Australia plan. bro
3: let's go
4: I think he mentioned London last time.
1: <laughs> Don't
5: leave
0: me.
2: <laughs> Nothing's concrete, I guess.
0: <laughs> That's true. And yeah. we established that, one, that one. In the previous episode, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is concrete, man. Everything changes. Exciting. Exciting new episode right now. And I think you guys are going to be interested in the topic that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I hope uh, you guys, the listeners, are going to enjoy this as well. Because today we're going to be talking about success. What it means to be successful, what is success to you, and ultimately, is it a pathway to happiness, right? So uh, I actually have a few questions lined up here uh, that I want to, like like uh, last episode, I want to go around the room and ask each and every one of you guys what you think about our topic today. Um, so... If you let me, let's go right ahead, right? Let's jump right into it. So again, Rench, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more from him in the coming podcasts because, you know, hopefully he's going to be a regular on our show. Um, and of course, you know, the rest of the crew, you have me, Luigi, you have Trish, you have Nico, you have Elgin here, you have Carly and of course, you have my little brother, Niki. All right, let's get into it, guys. First things first, I wanna I wanna get a feel uh, from the room, you know, um, because coming from uh, an Asian well, Asian country, an Asian background, if you will, uh, we do have different definitions of success, especially if you grew up in a strict household. Uh, I know a lot of us, uh, a lot of our parents. You know demanded uh, a lot from us um, not necessarily wanting i guess for in my case my parents didn't really tell me oh you should really mm, be a be a valedictorian no it's, it's not anything like that um, not super strict but um, to get a feel from around the room what is your definition of success basically
4: Edge, I could relate to what you, with what you said about our parents and not pressuring us. So sometimes it's just me pressuring myself. But to me, success is like grace under pressure. Others would also comment about my activities, how I was always busy, but I never look stressed when juggling like 10 areas in my life. I consider success to be like that. It's how one is able to surf through the waves and storms of life, yet remain calm and balanced. And many people would tell me how much I've achieved at such a young age. Most of them would base it from awards garnered, projects created, and various accomplishments. But to me, success isn't all about that because I find success and happiness when I know that I've become an instrument of inspiration and hope to other people. Like in counseling, someone shared with me that you know you're successful when the client no longer needs your help. So I guess my life has been like that. To those who don't know me, they might consider me as an extrovert, with all the involvements and leadership positions I've had in the past years. But in reality, I'm an introvert. You you guys should know that because you're close to me. (laughs) So I remember saying this in one of my speaking engagements, and the audience just laughed at me because I was so comfortable talking in front. But believe me, it took a while until I was able to embrace accepting invitations as a speaker. It was a struggle, and that was partly the reason why I went on social media detox for a whole one whole year, so people can't wow. easily contact me. So sorry to the people who had difficulties Crazy. in reaching me. <laughs>
1: but
0: Crazy. you know, I, yeah. I don't I don't know anyone who who would go off social media, like off the grid, like that's what they call it right now. But off the for grid. For a whole for like year? A whole
1: year.
4: I survived. Crazy. And I noticed that I became quite productive. But anyway, like going back, I, I ran away from that. But I also know that I could deliver. Although if I had the option, I'd rather stay in the background. Uh, so what I did, I constantly put in my mind that I'm not doing this for myself but for God's greater honor and glory. I believe that it was like him speaking through me. And eventually, uh, I was able to embrace what I've been doing. And after every talk, I felt a different kind of success as compared to simply receiving awards and recognitions. To listen to other people say that they are motivated and inspired with what I do became my benchmark for success. And to me, success is the amount of love you put into some things. It's like doing little things with great love, focusing on the love in your heart and not the work of your hands. So I guess that's basically what success is to me, uh, coming from all the past experiences I've gone through.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wanna jump on on that, Trish. Um, I think success is a perspective. It's, again, different from people to people. Um, Having or wanting too much success can be deadly because, um, well, I I, want to say that again. um, Having too much success can be good because it means that you achieve more and more and you become this great person that you want to be. But also it means that you're never satisfied or not wanting any success can also mean that um, you're not doing anything with your life. So I think being those two extremes can be bad, or I guess it's finding that balance. Um, That's just my perspective, because for me, success changed at different times in my life. Like my perspective of success changed at different times of my life. Um, Like when we were in high school or in college, I think we were focusing on studies, but for me, I was also juggling like ballet, like other extracurricular activities, like joining organizations, this and that. And like Trish, I find success in serving others. I get um, that sense of fulfillment by helping others, being a facilitator to retreats and all that. I really loved what I was doing and seeing how others feel like, especially after retreats, how they feel. They're so happy. And, you know, that's, that's a sense of fulfillment I get. And that for me is success. There are like different levels of success, where, uh, levels of your effort that you can say that that's success. Like when I bake, I guess I enjoy the process. But then once that's done, it's all just like food. And then everyone eats it, all of it. But really, what's the successful part is how you did it perfectly, I guess. (laughs) So like, I don't know, just expounding on what I think. But I I hope you get what I mean.
6: (laughs) Yeah, and I want to let me support you in that one. And uh, what I think about uh, success is, you know, kind of relative. Like people have different definitions. The standard would be get a good job work hard, uh, get retirement. And then that's the standard for everyone, like success. Uh, that's how people see it. But for me, I think it's kind of different. Uh, right now, I'm here in the U.S. I have a job. I can pay my bills. I can pay for my car. I can pay for uh, stuff that I can afford, My uh, food and everything, all my necessities. But when you think about it, I don't think I am successful because I think that. I've only reached like the standard, getting a good job, you know, like being self-reliant. And uh, for me, being successful would mean achieving your dream or your dreams. Because back when I was in uh, third year high school, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to, uh, you know, like I had this affinity for animals. Like I want to help them. Ever since when I was young, I used to watch, you know, TV with my grandfather. We would watch National Geographic and we would watch the cheetahs uh, chase after the antelopes and all that stuff. And it was so fun. And later on, it kind of went through because when I was even more younger, uh, I wanted to be a doctor like my father. But then I guess that dream changed because, you know, I have my own thing going on. And my dad uh, had his you know, like his, uh, his goals for himself. But for me, I think veterinarian would be my total dream. And if I could achieve that, that would be like success to me.
0: Interesting. Interesting that you would put it that way uh, as well. Because uh, to build up on that, I guess, is that I think what you really want to attain as well is uh, a certain level of happiness. Because I know how much you enjoyed... Uh, that moment with your with your grandfather watching National Geographic, um, yeah. uh, seeing all these um, animal shows, right? And I, me as well. I have I have an affinity uh, towards animals, especially dogs. So I totally get where where you're coming from. Let's say, uh, let's let's keep it to animals. You you want to help them out, uh, and want to be a veterinarian. Me, I just basically want to love them. I don't want to see animals get hurt. Um, I don't want to see animals being abused by by their owners, by their by their so-called, you know, friends, yeah. So and so, but it never occurred to me that hey, I want to be a veterinarian and um, I want to impact the world by saving animals through uh, the medical sciences, right? So it's different. Yeah. It's totally different from from uh, how you say it. But I do get your your. Uh, definition of success, because to me, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to expound on, on what you're trying to say, if you let me, um, is that for me, being successful is finding what makes you happy, and it's, it's, you know, it's vice versa. It can't just be, okay, I have attained a certain level of uh, monetary value. Like my net worth is this, I have this, I have shoes, I have cars, I have a big house, I have a big backyard, I have a, a wife who loves me. It can be an indicator of success if it is in your terms, right? Because as we, as we mentioned, we do have varying definitions of it. But for me, um, I actually, I actually um, also watched a, a video Um, recently and it it featured this guy called uh, Sushant Singh Rajput Uh, he's actually a Bollywood actor who, uh, well he died last month Uh, God rest his soul of course
1: Um,
0: but he wasn't just um, he wasn't just an actor he was actually uh, in engineering school and he was one of the top um, in in his class Um, so he, he was incredibly smart but then he decided, you know, okay, this is going to get me a good job. This is gonna get me money, but I'm not really happy. So what does he do? He found something that actually got him to be happy, which is basically acting, being in a performance. And it took him a while to get to a certain level. Uh, he's actually one of, I wanna say, one of the top um, actors uh, in Bollywood. But then he, he said something that, that really, you know, hit at home where he said, so he's been doing that for around 10 years and he's achieved a level of success where he can't, well, success, uh, where he can't go to a mall without people, you know, hoard, hoarding him, asking for pictures, asking for autographs. And, you know, b- back in the day, that was also my, my picture of success, like, oh, my God, I want to be showered with affection, showered with love. But then as time went by, he said, you know, I've already reached this level of success. I'm able to buy all the needs that uh, that I want and more, like what you said, Elge, right? Uh, that you have... I'm, I don't want to say in excess, but you do have an excess where where you can use it to buy, uh, you know, stuff that you want, not that you need. But then he was like, but I'm actually not happy. And why is that? It's because uh, ever since he was trying to reach that particular goal, he just wanted more and more and more. And this, this comes back to what you said, Carl, that... If you attain a certain level of success, um, all you want is to to continue going, right? You break the ceiling. You you want to test your limits, basically. You want to break your limits. And that's oh, that's always uh, the perfect ad um, when, when you're in marketing. Oh, test your limits. Go through the finish line. Just, don't just end at the finish line. You run through it and, and, and you test it out. But what he said was incredible because he said, he was never living in the now cuz all he thought about during well if if for me i would be thinking of what i have to do tomorrow to be able to become successful right so today uh, i'm 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 here talking with you guys but tomorrow you know i have to i have to improve our our youtube channel i have to make sure people see the promos make sure that that people get to listen to us because eventually, right, if you keep doing that and and I'm looking towards the future, I'm like, okay, yeah, that we're going to uh, reach more people now. And hopefully in the future, we're going to get monetized for, for what we're doing right now. But then again, if you think too much into the future and you don't participate in the now, are you really actually happy? Like it's not... It's something that that just hit me on the head with a hammer because what's more important than what's happening now? Because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future, right? You don't you, you can't just dream and then say, Oh, it's gonna become a success. So he said that and he said all of the things that people have been uh, talking about saying You need to be hardworking. You need to have the drive. You need to have the perseverance. You need to to do this and that. After a while, if you start living in basically the moment and doing your best in the moment, especially in what you love, basically that's going to be a side effect now. Hard work doesn't become hard work because it's just work because you love what you're doing, right? Success becomes a byproduct, basically. And I think as someone, again, who lives his life as a child, I think that what's more important to me right now is that am I happy right now? If no, then what can I do to change that, right? So that's, for me, um, it's one in the same. Success, yeah, I, I I could have all the money I want in the world. Let's say that's that's the goal. But ultimately... Is it going to bring you the, like the amount of happiness that maybe could have brought you happiness when you were exactly in that moment, thinking about what you're supposed to do for the day, um, what can you do that you know that you would love to do,
3: right? And I think that's that's my definition for for success. Well, when you say living in the now and like just vesting in the moment, I would like to expand on that. Because that's my definition of success. I take it day by day. I have failed so much in my life that I've learned to appreciate the little stuff, little things of success, you know what I'm saying? So let's talk about um, the little stuff. Waking up in the morning, isn't that a success? Do you know how many people can't wake up in the morning? You know what I'm saying? You know how many people just you know so yeah waking up in the morning that's a success how about cleaning your room did you clean your room today that's a success
0: you oh man i'm a failure bro i didn't i didn't clean my room <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> dude <laughs> i no, cleaned so, mine like, so
6: i'm a success yeah but that's the <laughs> that's little i like, i get
0: what
3: you mean i get what you mean the um, yeah, the little thing yeah finishing yeah. like finishing projects finishing assignments that's a success. What about going home? Do you know how many people don't go home? Do you know how many people every day can't go home? So for me, yeah. going home and just staying alive is a success. So, yeah, that's I just keep it plain and simple. Just take it day by day. If you wake up and go home, I believe that you're successful for that day. That's it. Yeah, dude.
6: Harpedium, sees the day.
3: And
5: uh, going back to what Luigi said earlier. Uh, by the way, uh, before I say anything else, I just wanna <laughs> apologize to the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just got two of my wisdom teeth removed, and I can't speak. You know, regularly. I'm the sorry, man, close is his
3: mouth, guy. Is a Success. Was
5: it I'm a success? I'm sorry if, if I sound like really awkward and stuff.
2: Can you <laughs> but your wisdom. Italian pizza. Yeah, but what?
5: it was a success, what? right? It was, it,
0: was it was a success.
2: The success. Congratulations! <laughs> so that he's here.
0: The surgery yeah, was a success. Congrats to your to your dentist. Yeah, man. thanks, dude. I could've I
5: could of died joke. <laughs> 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 but talking about happiness, it's actually kind of somewhat the same as my definition, if not exactly the same, because I believe that success is when you uh, reach uh, happiness and find it in the present and don't find it somewhere else. If you feel happy right now, that's a success to me. I just want to go back to my high school days. I just graduated from high school, grade 12, just like 3 months ago <laughs> some years before i really wanted to you know join or the all the extracurriculars and just wanna garner all the achievements but on the day of my graduation when i got all those awards i was i was saying to myself like was that it was that was that everything so kind of kind of feel uh, kind of felt like boring and um, I wasn't satisfied by that. That's why, right now, I'm doing my best to just feel happy every second of the day. And that's what I call success.
0: Okay. Okay. Man, I'm sure you were pretty happy when, when, when the dentist pumped a lot of drugs <laughs> into your system, you know. I would got be happy. I would, I would be
3: happy. Bro- I, I didn't realize did you happy, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. You didn't feel a thing. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay I just want to say my part Uh, for me I just want to take from what my mom said or what my sister said Uh, it's a sense of fulfillment Uh, for me also success and happiness they both are similar we can't achieve happiness if we didn't succeed so for me uh, success is like a sigh of relief or like a product of what we do each and every day, that for me is what success is. It's the product of what we've done each and every day.
2: It's nice that you all point out like different kinds of success because um, as I was saying just a while ago that some people can never be satisfied because they have a different level of success that they want to achieve. So I think it's great that we also point out that just living is a success. No, so there's no real yes. I mean like just to encourage those kind of those kinds of people who don't feel fulfilled. Um okay. it's nice to remind them that, you know, just breathing is a success.
6: Oh yeah. That's why I said I mean, it's relative, because people have their own definitions.
2: And I think yeah. we should
6: all be happy and I think that our it's final goal should be happiness.
0: I think it's very important that you don't look at A lot of people and compare yourself to to their level of of success that's why it's so hard with, with social media right now because you see all these people showing off their fancy new things right and then you compare yeah and then you compare and then you compare like what's what's that for right um what is that for i and i i used to be you know a lover of of likes and engagements on, on uh, Facebook. And I, and I already touched upon this last episode, but when you strip it all away, and I think I really do need to have a detox like you, Trish. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a whole year, but I definitely need a detox from social media as well, because, well, right now what I mostly focus on is memes. That's, that's all I, I, do I don't do else and I don't, I used to post a lot, now I, I rarely post anything at all because it's just, you know, it's it, I don't need that type of, uh, you know, affirmity, I guess.
4: I think social media feeds us with a lot of unrealistic standards. Yes. So we have that tendency to compare their highlight reels to our behind the scenes. And because we can't meet those unrealistic standards, g- given that they're unrealistic, a lot of us go to depression, get anxiety, yes. and effect- yes. it affects us so greatly that our happiness is put on stake.
3: Like social media, people post like the best pictures, of course, uh, the best, the best angles. Like really, yeah, I, I know, yeah, you look good in that picture, but how many takes? How many (laughs) photos did you get to get to that picture? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, it might look good. And aside from the angle, how many times did you edit that photo? You ain't got to be flashy all the time.
2: Yeah, I have to admit that social media kills me sometimes. I deactivate my accounts from time to time. I don't know if people notice, but I've talked to Trish about this as well because it's happened... A lot of times over the years because it just kills me. I, I, I have to admit um, I get envious about what people are doing especially that I'm far away. I get envious when they post this and that because I want to be happy or or what they're doing makes me happy and I can't have that right now. I hate that feeling and sometimes people interpret it a different way. People think like I'm going through a tough time or like I'm, I'm trying to hide or whatever. It's just me trying to detox exactly like yeah. what Trish is doing yeah. because I want to achieve happiness or positivity. So it's, there's really nothing wrong about doing that.
0: Yeah, and, and I, like, I like to touch up on what Trish and Nico said. That is so true. I, you don't want to compare other people's highlights to your behind the scenes you know, because the process is different for everyone. Of course, hopefully people can now start to see that if you take your time with a particular thing that you want to do, sooner or later, you're going to end up feeling so good about yourself that it doesn't matter if you're earning money. It doesn't matter if, you, if you've if you got the, the best girl, if you've got the best stuff, because if you're happy with what you're doing, it's super cliche, right? It's super cliche, but I I will follow that to a fault that if you're happy with what you're doing, do it, man. Like you don't need to, to, to stop and say, Oh man, but I'm actually not earning that, that much money from this. Then work on it some more. You know, you never know how much people would admire somebody putting so much work into something instead of like, right. Looking at at somebody else's success and being like, Oh man, I, I just hope and dream to get that level of success one day. Don't hope and dream, right? Do it now and do whatever you want to do now. And I think that's, that's a good description of what we're actually doing now, this podcast. This podcast wasn't made because, oh, other people are making podcasts everywhere. It, it turns out people are earning a lot of money from, from their podcast no man i just wanted to talk to you guys we all wanted to talk to each other right and like we said in the intro in the very first episode we just wanted to share what we're talking about with other
3: people who knows it might inspire a lot of people yeah, who uh, knows man we might touch somebody's heart man we might inspire somebody and if they listen and they don't even need to the, to subscribe but we don't mind if you do but
6: like,
3: yeah. <laughs> we don't mind like all that, all that <laughs> No, but all that matters is, you know, if we touch someone's heart, there's success as
6: well.
0: All right. And I think that's a good place to leave that topic of discussion there. Uh, I want to move on to the next question, which is basically, since you already have that def- definition of what success is for you. So now what actually motivates you to be successful? So what, what motivates you to attain that level of success that
1: that you guys defined in the first question? For me, what I do is I just stay hungry, not literally, but stay hungry for experience, hungry for knowledge. I take every situation as an experience, may it be good or bad, and translate it into a positive product and help myself grow. And also another one would be by staying positive each and every day. It would be a good attitude. Uh, Not all our failures would equate to failures. Uh, would make ourselves down or just be positive, making all our negative events or our negative experiences, turning them into positive situations in our life.
3: I relate so much to that, bro. Uh, Like when you say negative experience, you know, uh, uh, failures and everything. I use anger, uh, anger, hate to motivate me. Because, you know, when people say he can't, he's never gonna amount to shit. He's a failure, he's an addict, Uh, he's this and that. I'm like, all right all right, yeah, let me show you what I can do. Let me show you what I can do. Let me prove you wrong. It's not even about proving people wrong. It's just about, you know, just about like, let me prove to myself that I could do it. But don't get me wrong, the anger and the hate, it helps so much. Use that energy towards a positive uh, work. You know what I'm saying? I actually,
0: Agree with you, like 100%, because even though I try to live my life, you know, as happy as I can every day, as as, as best as I can, basically, there is always that negativity that arrives or uh, or rises up. It can be from friends, it can be from family, but... All you want to do is make sure right, that, you, that you make them proud. Sometimes uh, it's not really words of encouragement that they have for you. Sometimes it's sayang. sayang. It's, I think it's such a strong word in, in, in our dialect because sayang means wasteful what you could have become or what you could no have good. done. No gun, no gun. It's so disheartening when you hear someone tell you that you mo, ang opportunity, right? You wasted an opportunity, you wasted this, you wasted your talent, you wasted all of that. You could have become this and that. It actually, I don't like to say it, but it's kind of setting you up to fail because now you think inadequately of yourself. I think that's also one of my motivational factors, is to basically say, no, 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 no. I, I wasn't sayang back then, right? I wasn't a waste back then. I didn't waste an opportunity back then. I'm here, because I did what I can, and moving forward, then that's what you do, right? That's what you do. Just do whatever you can, and what basically, what makes you feel happy right and that is the biggest factor for for driving me basically to do the best that i can
5: every day and just doing what i love to do yeah but we're not going to escape that kind of criticism in our life there's always going to be criticism everywhere we go and that's going to lead to more pressure which will eventually make us fail if not but i i just want to prove Prove those people wrong, you know. And I wanna I wanna achieve that kind of positivity in life. And that's what motivates me every day to just be optimistic in everything I do and eventually be happy in life. Like what I said earlier, my definition of success is being happy in the present and not being uh stuck finding it somewhere else. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let me also share about what I learned. It's actually from my virtual run coach um, during my morning runs. Mm -hmm. He said that anger or negativity is low-grade fuel. If you run on that, you're not going to last long. But if you run on happiness or positivity, then you're going to do well. So I think my point here is negativity is still fuel, but it's not great. It's low-grade. Um, it's,
0: it's basically diesel compared to your happiness, <laughs> which is like gasoline or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I,
2: don't,
0: I get that. I get that as well.
2: If you do use negativity, I, I, I respect that. But I think it's important to remember your intentions because if you do something out of anger, then it could change like what you're doing or it changes your sense of fulfillment because you just did that out of anger. So I guess my point here is listen to what your real intentions are. Because if it's you're doing it because you you're forcing yourself or napilitan ka, then I guess that's that's a different story.
0: So Carl, I also agree with with your point um, using happiness as your fuel to want to be successful. But it's only because I want to be happy in the moment right so you want to be happy that is the main fuel that i think all of us um wants to wants to drive towards to right or that's the biggest goal that that you want to drive to and all of us wants to be happy no one wants to be sad and and that's what i'm saying is that maybe especially for like what nico had mentioned earlier is that if something else drives you more if your point is to prove something to someone then why not also use that as well because i mean all of us i'm sure wants to prove ourselves to someone somewhere Uh, maybe it could have been before maybe you're looking at it uh, in the future but i think it's still a valid driving factor like Okay, I just, wanna, I just wanna go back to Nico's experience because since we're family here, I, we already know what, what we've gone through. And I know that he's had a very tough time, you know, with the. Uh, if, if there's someone here who, who's gone through a lot of criticism, it's, it's him. And I don't blame him for har- harboring all that anger, all that anxiety in himself. And I think what your coach said, Carl, is is important as well. Because, yeah, you say it, it doesn't burn a lot. Maybe to people who hasn't experienced a lot of anger, right? And a lot of pain. But to someone who's has always been criticized or someone who's always, I, I don't want to put it too harsh, but someone who's always, been um, set up to fail, why not use that? Because seeing Nico ever since high school feels like that's always been his fuel. And I don't think it's going to be burning out anytime soon. So, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, Carl. I I, I love your point because I also want to focus on my own happiness. And if that means uh, also... Um, giving happiness to a lot of other people then that's even more successful to me but I don't like to discredit as well the experiences of of someone else I'm not saying you're discrediting of course but the experiences uh, as well of someone like for example for for Nico right and I think that's just my point I mean it's good that we're having a little little debate here uh, as to what gives us fuel but you know, in the end, it's usually to his his own, to her her own, right?
3: To each his own, bro. Like you do you. You
2: do you. Yeah, and as I said, I'm not really invalidating anyone, and I respect if you use that.
0: Yeah, I hear
1: you. That <laughs> I hear
0: about you, right? And I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I know those those therapeutic yeah. um, exercises, right?
6: And uh, I want to go 50-50 on that, uh, basing from what Luigi said earlier. He said that, you know, sayang or could have been a waste. And I think it's very common for parents to say this, you know, they kind of pressure you. And I think that they only do that because they want to see the best in you. And I think their intentions are pure. I don't think that they want to see you struggle. That's why it's like that kind of uh, tough love that people give that some people might interpret or misinterpret and then that could like lead to other things. And uh, I really just want to mention it because I think it's a very common you know, like everyone experiences this kind of thing. And like I can even ask like all my friends and they go through the same thing all the time if you ask them and It's really hard sometimes, but what I see it from what I've experienced is that uh, right now, being a medical technologist isn't really, you know, like my passion or my dream, but it's an opportunity to lead to a bigger opportunity. So that's why I do this for my future.
4: Yeah, and I also want to touch on another culture that we have as Filipinos, that so-called utang na loob, which oh, is evident in my life because I would like to give back to my parents for their unconditional love, like the values they inculcated within me and the sacrifices they had to make for me. And this is what motivates me to keep on with my journey to success. Because there are two types of motivation. There's the intrinsic and extrinsic. So for the intrinsic, it's deciding to do something because you are interested in it and you enjoy doing it. Your reasons are more internal and they come from within. While for extrinsic motivation, it's deciding to do something because you're told that you have to do it by someone else. Like what you would say, na sayang, or you have to do this, you have to do that. So doing something because of external factors, such as like needing to achieve a goal or getting a reward, isn't as lasting. I guess that's the kind of debate that you had, whether it's lasting or not. But again, to each his own. So I feel like my motivation is more of intrinsic because I feel that I. I'm successful once I'm able to give back to my parents without them telling me to do so, and it's that innate desire to to show them my gratitude for everything
6: yeah, and then uh, uh, they practically you know like they gave birth to you, you can't go back, you can't just you know <laughs> mom, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: What was that?
0: (laughs) For me, utang na loob, or I don't know how you define it in English, like you have a debt, basically debt. Yeah. It's debt.
2: Indebtedness.
0: Indebtedness, yes. It's, for me, it's a toxic, a really toxic Mm. Filipino trait because a lot of these parents sort of instill uh, on their children that okay, you're going to be the success in the family. And what does that mean for us? That means we're going to be riding on that success. I mean, of course, I'm going to give back to to my family um, because of love, but not because of utang na loob. But it's so crazy because a lot of the families here in the Philippines are exactly like that. The reason why they put so much effort into their children is not because... They want them to be success, just successful by themselves. But they want it to be, I'm going to be riding that wave of success with you. And I think it's not just when it comes to parents. It also comes out with a lot of friends. A lot of people who give effort to you expect something in return. And I hate it. I hate it so much with a deep passion. There's one phrase that, that I really like to, to throw around. And it's, can you do me a solid and to, to do a solid for someone usually doesn't mean that that you owe them something. You, know, you, you don't you don't say, Oh, hey man, you owe me a solid. No, it was a solid, man. That's exactly why you, you asked for it. No, no questions asked. And if you do that for someone, I think you can truly tell who really loves you as a friend, as family. It's because you do something without ever putting that pressure on them that pressure on them because you're like I'm going to go out of my way to do this for you don't, I don't expect anything in return and it's hard because a lot of people especially here in the Philippines are like hey man I did this for you last time whereas if I'm going to do something for you it's because it's out of my from the bottom of my heart man I, I kid you not right now what do you think are the biggest challenges um, for you that hinder you from getting that success? And what do you have to, I guess, what do you have to do um, with those challenges to, in order to reach that, that level of success
1: that, that you've dreamed of? For me, it's going to be COVID. Uh, COVID uh, delayed everything that I wanted to be in the future, especially going. Uh, or studying abroad or working abroad. Uh, because of COVID, uh, we can't really just travel or go to classes. I can't go to my IELTS class or to have reviews for NCLEX. Uh, that's actually the biggest challenge I have right now. And uh, the time COVID has eaten up, as we're I've been in our house, or I've been here for like four months already, not doing anything, or just maybe chilling most of the day, or watching Netflix, watching anime. I think that's for me is the biggest problem because it's uh, it it uh, it paused everything that I wanted to do this year. 2020 because right now time is really precious and I wanted to leave or not leave but go and work or study abroad and I wanted to be like in one to three years, three years from now. I wanted to be like that. So COVID has really been the biggest challenge right now.
2: I think I gave myself a really big challenge when I moved here to Adelaide um, because I started to pay for rent and I started to pay all these bills that I didn't really you know do prior to leaving Bacolod so um, these were things that I expected but being in that or like experiencing all that is is different so you know like I've anticipated all this but actually living the life of adulthood and paying and having all these responsibilities. It's um, really hard and adjusting to a different culture. It's really a, kind of a new life. And, you know, um, I grew up in Bacolod, like all of you. And as soon as I moved here, no one really knew me. Like, I, I know a few people, but I feel really invisible here, which is good because I like that. Mm-hmm. But it has its downsides, like looking for a job. You don't have connections, this and that. So I guess in those terms, I haven't really said what my, my dreams are or like my ambitions, but currently at the moment, I really need a job. I want a job. Um, so I think, you know, the biggest challenge for me is really um, – making a name for myself in a city that I recently moved to.
4: Like Carly, probably two years ago, I wanted to have that kind of anonymity, given that it's a small town and people know each other. And before, finding success and happiness may have been a challenge to me because I'm that type of person who doesn't want to disappoint other people. And in the process, I tend to lose touch with my real self. But then I reminded myself that success isn't about how my life looks to others, but it's about how it feels to me. I will never be happy if I compare or bank on someone else's idea of success. And to me, I guess happiness is all about contentment. It is mostly found in the intangible things in life. And you might say that, I might say before that, oh, I'm bit in Bacolod, I feel so caged, I feel stuck, all eyes are on me, They're you know, you, that kind of feeling. You felt that when you were here, Carly. But now, it's it's different. Lately, I've been feeling that kind of happiness and contentment after going on solo trips abroad, My thoughts of staying in the Philippines to work and help fellow Filipinos change change to that desire to experience working out of the country and living an independent life. But with the COVID situation, it reminded me of my priorities and what I valued. I went back to the reason why I took up psychology. When I found contentment in staying here, Happiness followed and came along with it. I got to build new friendships. Like, shout out to Team Soju. That's a new friendship group I have built. And even nurture old ones. I mean, even if I'm here, that's you guys. The clingies, yeah. and a few others. And I also get the chance to continue with my organizations and advocacies to do what I love to enjoy each day as if it was a celebration of life and rediscover my path in career and love. And I also noticed how I gradually learned to let go of what other people think and become more attuned to what brings me joy.
5: Like, I myself, I was going to Manila for school and I was excited. I was gonna be independent. I, w- I was gonna live for my own self. But uh, after this COVID thing started, everything paused and I was feeling down for like a whole month because of that. But uh, after some time, uh, this COVID you know, went on and on. I kind of realized the upside to all of this. I get that everything's paused, and I, I like that uh,
0: you had a silver lining to that, Nick, because I understand it fully. This podcast is be- basically our birth child. This is our brain child. Um, we just thought about it during this ECQ, and I know right now there's no looking back. I bet if we go back to our normal lives, I'm sure that we're still going to be finding time to to do this. Uh, COVID is not really my biggest challenge and I think it also pertains to how we started this podcast and it pertains to me in particular because I actually wanted to do a podcast before this uh, but the only thing that was really holding me back was me. So that's one of the biggest hindrances I think when it comes to success or when it comes to my own happiness. It's very controversial, very ironic saying that, oh, I'm not able to achieve what I want to achieve because of myself. But in most cases, that is just the truth. You know, It's, it's hard to push for for success when you're also in doubt because you don't know if it's going to go well, you don't know if it's going to last long, like when it comes to starting a particular thing. And I think that's what scares us the most is that we start something and we don't finish it and we find it unsuccessful. And I think that's the biggest hindrance. It's, it's basically the doubt that, that you think about. For me, I know that if I work hard enough at a particular thing, I'm sure I can achieve it i don't have any doubt in my skill i don't have um any doubt with my fervor or or with my i guess tenacity it's just starting it's actually terrifying to 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 think about when you want to start something especially if you say you're you're not prepared yet that's always on the back of my mind no you can't start a podcast yet who's going to edit who's going to to get the music, who's going to do this, who's going to do that, just start. And you're eventually going to figure something out during the process. And I think that's what I I just recently realized is that if you want to start something, if you want to do something, who cares what anybody else thinks? If you really want to, to start something, if you really want to work on a particular thing, just start it. It doesn't matter if you suck right now. Sucking is the first step into being sort of good at something, right? And now that we've you know, started this podcast, I don't think I want to give it up either. I just want to continue to build on it. I just want to continue to, to work on it as best as I can to learn more stuff about it. And to learn more stuff from other people who maybe are also uh, making their own podcasts, giving uh, words of advice. Because that's what generally at the end of the day we do. We ask if we don't know, right? So just go ahead and start. And I think that was one of the biggest hindrances or the biggest challenges that that, uh, I had to face uh, to try and be successful.
4: Yeah, it's amazing that we play with the idea of trying or motivating ourselves to start off with something because there's always that risk involved. But you make more mistakes if you don't take the risk. I think that's the beauty of traveling also, especially when you travel alone. You get to realize that you're just a mere speck in this world full of people who are also busy with their lives.
2: Yeah, it's man, nice I to guess. travel.
4: I miss traveling. <laughs> we should, should all travel. That's deep. Go that's yeah, we should. Yeah, should I, have a I, reunion. I
1: really like,
0: real bad. That's the most important thing for me is, is being with everybody in this, well, podcast right now. I wish oh. I could say everybody in this room. But yeah, that's, that's just the fact. I think this is, I guess this is another hurdle for our success in, in our friendship which is basically what Renjo said, and that's, and that's COVID, man, it's tough, it's, it's really tough. But you know, we never want to, to end on such, a, on such a sad note. Everybody knows that sooner or later, all of this is gonna go away. I mean, right now, as we've said, as what Nico said, actually, like we're all successful because we get to wake up. So before we end, of course, just like any other podcast. We got Nico, who has some words of encouragement or, you know, just some good vibes to send us off. Nick.
3: Yeah, I would just wanna to say to everybody, um, evict that victim mentality. Let go of all that. Your past does not have to poison your future just because you've been through some hurt and pain, or perhaps your dreams have been shattered. It doesn't mean that the universe has another plan for you, okay? The universe still has a bright and great future in store for you. So evict that toxic mentality and deal with that trauma. Do what I do. Trust the process. Trust the process. And with that,
0: we bid you all a good day, a good night. But thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I know we got deep on that one. But that's what we do because we're the family and this is the Familyhood Podcast. Thank you. Peace. We would like to give a huge shout out to each and every one of you who has supported this podcast. If you do like what you hear or what you see, you could go onto our channels, like, subscribe, and maybe give us a share, right? So on Facebook, we're the Familyhood Podcast. You can also find us at on YouTube as The Familyhood Podcast as well. Please like, share, and subscribe. Again, thank you, thank you, and we hope to see you in the next one. All love.